Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time visiting us, welcome, and I hope that you enjoy. It is the end of March, and I am utterly disgusted and appalled by the current state of the weather. It has actually been snowing on and off for the last couple of days, and it's utter nonsense. I I have no words. I'm just busted and disgusted. But alas, here we are. So, with that depressing fact of life, I decided instead to celebrate the long-awaited release of season two of Bridgerton. Yay! Dearest listeners, today, this jaded and frosty-hearted podcaster is partaking of the finest mulled wine to be found. I rang for my lady's maid to bring me a glass, but then remembered I am not, in fact, a member of the Tawn, and instead, I googled a recipe. And it was actually surprisingly easy to prepare and also a rather delectable treat to be sure. If you, my dear readers, are so inclined, please do visit my TikTok, Facebook, or Instagram to watch a quick video tutorial and enjoy some mulled wine yourself, dears. So since we are talking about Bridgerton, I'd like to give a big thank you to Miss Shonda Rhimes, for bringing to life all of my Regency romance novel fantasies. I promise, guys, no spoilers here. But what I will say is that many years ago, I read some of Julia Quinn's Bridgerton books, and I really loved the family and the stories. And, you know, I'm a not-so-closet romantic, so these books spoke to my soul. So imagine my surprise when, you know, over the holiday break, last year or last year or the year before i can't remember either way i'm like oh what's this show bridgerton it didn't dawn on my dawn on me i start watching and i'm like halfway through the first episode and i was like did shonda rhymes like jack one of the romance novel stories that i've read it just feels very familiar to a book that i've read so then i googled and then of course my mind was blown because i was like oh my god it is a book i read it's bridgerton it's the bridgerton series and so then you know i was obviously hooked and what i love about the netflix series is that they really fearlessly presented a world that is so diverse and beautiful and it's what I wish our past, our past, I mean our past, the world, um, I wish that it resembled that more. I wish that it was more diverse in every circle of life, you know? Um, and it, for me, it was just, it was wonderful to see faces and figures of all types represented and finding love. And I don't know, it just makes my heart happy, guys. Plus, the stories are fun and they are juicy, okay? So if you're looking for something to heat up this cold spring, watch a few episodes, my dearest listeners, and discover for yourself the joys of Bridgerton. Also, one last thing, the fashion, okay, the hair, the music, it's just so well done and fun and I just love it. And okay, you know, obviously... They always cast like a hot guy as like the male lead, so that's fun too. And a, you know, attractive woman as the female lead, but they're like all different and I love it. I love it. It's so good, watch it. So Bridgerton is what was on my mind, but the slap heard round the world has also been on my mind today. Um, I saw a few posts late Sunday evening and 
when I say late, I mean late. It was like one or two o'clock in the morning because my stupid self decided I needed to watch the entire season of Bridgerton as opposed to sleep so that I could be a functioning human being the next day. But that's, you know, it is what it is. It's a moo point, as Joey would say. Um, (laughs) So it is what it is. But I stayed up all night. So it was like, you know, like two o'clock in the morning and I see these posts and it looks fake. I just see like a picture of Will Smith and it looks like he's like laying the Batman slap on uh, Chris Rock. So I was like, oh no, this is a joke. Then I Googled and I got to watch the uncut footage that was available and I was completely shocked. So at the 94th Academy Awards ceremony this past Sunday, um, you know, if you were watching or if like the rest of us, you found out through social media and the news storm that has followed, Will Smith, beloved actor Will Smith, slapped comedian Chris Rock. And it was uh, following this really insensitive joke that Chris um, made about Will Smith's wife, Jada, and her her hair or lack thereof. Um, She has alopecia. And so one of the side effects is you you lose your hair. And so, you know, it's a very traumatic uh, event for anyone. And then, you know, for black women, our hair um, has been such a point of controversy um, and discussion. It's even more sensitive. And so it was just like, kind of, it was a really tasteless joke on Chris Rock's behalf on his part. Right. And anyway, so the incident has really been on my mind through the day. And I wasn't really sure if I was going to talk about it on the podcast. But then after some consideration, I was like, you know what, I'm going to weigh in on this. And these are my thoughts. First, I would like to say that I don't believe violence is the answer. It should never be our first answer to anything. Ideally, it would never be our answer. However, sometimes we push a button that triggers something in a person and there are consequences to that. And there are also consequences and should be consequences for those responses that it elicits, right? So like, Will, there's consequences for his actions. But what I'm saying is as a society and as people, like I've just seen like this uh, trend, we have this tendency to just poke and poke and poke and poke at someone and when they explode, then we say, oh, well, they should have kept that together. That was uncalled for. There's no reason to ever do that. That's ridiculous. But my question is, why didn't we stop poking at some point? Why did we feel like we needed to keep poking? Because they didn't respond. So we're poking because we want to elicit a response. We want to trigger that uh, that response out of the person and we keep poking until we get it. And I don't know. We want to see a reaction. We want to see people snap. We want to see people break down. There's just this sick perversion in our society that we love to hate this kind of stuff and we want to see it like we thrive on it, right? When we see someone like Will Smith snap and lash out or, you know, like Kanye going off the deep end, then the, then we get this kind of enjoyment out of watching it and commenting on it because, oh, it's not me. You know, look at this person. He thought he was so amazing. And now look at him slapping somebody on TV. Disgraceful, right? And I don't know. I've just read so much of the commentary and it seems that people either believe Will was justified in his actions or people think that he was absolutely wrong and he should have had the book thrown at him like he should face like every possible consequence and what I would say is I don't think he was right in what he did but I can understand how a person can get to that place I say this not lightly like I 
I'm a pretty chill person. Like most people are like, oh, you're real mellow. But unless you like really, really know me, they're like, oh no, she's got a little temper on her. But I think I don't have the tendency to just pop off, pop off. I mean, I've gotten a little less patient as, as I've gotten older because I just don't want to deal with people's crap. Like, you got something to say, I got an answer for you. And I feel like that was kind of what we saw happen with Will. Like, you got something to say, let's go. And it just seems like we're getting to that point and it just makes me really sad. Um, I mean, like, put yourself in those shoes. Like, so if you just think about, like, your work day, right? Like, your regular work day. And you have, like, a boss or a coworker, and they are constantly on your ass. And they stress you out. And they always have something to say. And it happens day in and day out. And then other people start to pick up on that. And they have these little microaggressions that they, they use. And they make little comments or little jokes about it, right? After a certain point you go snap like people snap like you're gonna get upset and there's gonna be some reaction and then you put that under the microscope of the whole world watching everything right when you're a person that's in a position that is highly visible right the whole world is watching and they're all passing judgment right to be honest I'm surprised more people in those kinds of positions haven't popped off even more um haven't gone like ham on people more than what we've seen it's um and again i'm not excusing the behavior at all i'm just saying that every time that we repost or share some little bit of celebrity gossip or in our personal lives laugh at something that caught upset someone we are in some part responsible for the aftermath. We're playing a part in that. We're poking, we're poking, and we're poking, and we're poking. Whether it's actively or passively, we are part of, of that. And just like there are consequences for what Will did, we all have consequences for what we do. So we have to acknowledge our role in these kinds of situations. And you know, like this is like a big picture and like, you know, we feel really distanced from it because like people in Hollywood, but they're people, right? Um, I don't know, on personal levels, as well as societal levels, there's consequences. And situations like this, I think, are reflections of where we have come as a society. Like we're in such a dark place and we keep poking at each other and poking and poking. And it feels like the world is just waiting for the big explosion, the big aftermath of all this poking. And my vote is that we stop poking and we start figuring out what to do about global warming and the Antarctic ice shelf that the, the size of New York that just collapsed. You know, like, let's let each other live. And let's figure out how to actually live because our world is falling apart around us. And it's just like, I don't know, it just feels like there's this constant feeling that at any moment, everything is just going to Anyway, so people just kind of have this warped mentality and I think we just need to let that go because I have little people in my life that I love. Me and my sister were talking about this and I want them to have a world that is better, not worse. And the way that we're going, I'm questioning if they're going to have anything left by the time we're done with it. So let's get it together, people. All right. <laughs> um, also, just as a note, Will did finally issue his uh, a public apology um, for what he did. And, you know, you guys can check it out, read what he has to say. But he says violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive. So I don't know. He said a lot there, guys. And I think we really just need to stop poking at each other and let's start working on some solutions to the bigger scale problems.
Anyway, I know I just spent a long time talking about that and said we shouldn't be talking about it, but I hope you got the heart of what I was trying to get at with this. Anyway, on a lighter note, get excited, my friends. I will be at the Philly Fan Con the weekend of April 9th, and I'm super excited. I'll be sharing reports and interviews from the convention. Um, I may be interviewing some people you recognize. We shall see. Hopefully everything works out. And I'm thinking I might wind up going live on either Facebook or Instagram, but don't worry. I'll give you guys plenty of notice that you can uh, get ready and join in on the fun. And if you do want to find out more about the fan con, check out the show notes and maybe I will see you there. Hey, that would be exciting. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our stories for today. I'm going to give you the title, the genre, the action, and the word or character that had to be used in the story. All of the prompts are randomly generated, and I have to write the stories in 100 words or less. All right, guys, perhaps you have taken a moment and made yourself some mulled wine or fixed yourself a drink, but let's all sit back, relax, and enjoy. Our first story for today is titled Locked Up, the genre is thriller, the action is unlocking a door, and the word is summon. Her song weaves through the silence and caresses my soul. Peace, inexplicable, washes over me. I turn, observing the ever-enclosing walls of my cell. Covering one wall are... The 467 marks delineating my time in this hole. The fourth wall is covered in bloodied handprints and shredded fingernails, testaments to the insanity that almost claimed me. I don't know how I got here, but I will escape. Sitting in the middle of the cell, I focus and visualize her song, trying desperately to make it reality. Release your mind, pick up the key, turn the lock, and open the door. The end. Y'all, I don't know what I was on. (laughs) I wasn't on anything, but I don't know what was going on in my brain when I wrote this story, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> However, I just, you know, I, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and I feel like this was inspired by that. I don't quite remember, which is unusual, but this one's a little bit weird. I think the person has gone a little bit loca. She's like hearing songs, making up songs in her head, trying to figure out how to get the heck out of uh, whatever prison she's been in for 467 days my god um good luck girl hope you work that out all right let's go ahead and get into our next story our second story for today is titled come fly with me the genre is apocalyptic the action is skipping stones and the character is an actor I read an article that said you should hold a rock at a 20-degree angle for the perfect stone skip. Johannes says and releases another stone into the placid lake. The stone, like his acting career, tanks on the first hop. I watch as, undeterred, Johannes picks up another rock. Vibrations suddenly shake the lake, and I watch in horror as Johannes and all his stones are lifted 
into the sky. He turns to me and his smile is radiant. I wonder again why he hasn't found success as I feel weightlessness engulf my body and float toward the unknown. The end. Aw, snap. Guys, (laughs) this was also inspired by a true crime podcast. And I don't know if you guys have heard, like, these people that have been supposedly abducted by aliens, like, out in the woods. (laughs) But that was what inspired this story. I'm chuckling because clearly I was on a on a kick when I was writing these stories and I'm starting to pick that up as I'm going through this but yeah this was inspired by uh, people getting abducted um, by aliens or someone or something um, while they're out in the woods hiking or fishing or whatever Um, I don't know if I believe that's a possibility but you know could be. I don't know, it's creepy. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and get into our final story for today. Our final story is titled Supernova. The genre is fan fiction. The action is taking a turn and the word is slip. Time waits for no one, so they say. Gazing in the mirror, I trace the desire lines meandering across my face. The years slipped by quickly, but my heart still beats to the tune of the old songs I listened to as a girl. The rhythms of youth call me and my body responds. I move shakily, but the moves are there. They aren't as sharp as they once were, but they are still there. Giddiness overwhelms me as I prepare for the BTS reunion concert 50 years later it's finally my turn once in the army always in the army the end (laughs) i don't know why i'm laughing so much after every story but this one (laughs) i think i'm sleep drunk guys i need to sleep but it just cracks me up because it's like you think about it someday we're all gonna be like old hopefully if we're so lucky we'll be old and we'll be like rocking out to bts and like the music of our youth you know like in sync <laughs> backstreet boys and wanting to go to like concerts for them i don't know it just kind of like the rolling stones like how old are they they're crazy old i'm like it was a phil like i don't know phil collins like i think he just gave his final like performance that he's like been around for forever so I hope that these bands have that kind of longevity and I hope that you know 50 years from now I'll be shaking my groove thing trying to go to a BTS concert reunion concert you know what I'm saying I hope the same for all of you but on that note we're gonna close out for today I hope that you enjoy the stories and Again, if you have a moment, it's coming up on the deadline of the podcast uh, competition. The link is in my show notes. You can take just a quick moment, dear listeners, if you feel so inclined, and please write a love letter to Fictionary. Tell them why you think we are amazing. Mainly because I do amazing accents, guys. Come on, that was legit. Um, (laughs) But for real, I would really appreciate it. And, um... 
hopefully we can win some money because I just had to buy some stuff for this uh, convention, trying to be professional and stuff. So, you know, I got to have the right equipment. I don't ever like to do things halfway. So I'm willing to make that investment, but it would be nice to get a little bit of a return back. So help a sister out. And, you know, while you are going about your week, maybe make some old wine. Check out my uh, TikTok, Facebook, social media. Watch the video. Should be entertaining. And um, don't punch people, you know. Don't let them get you to that point. You are the winner. You are the champion. All right. (laughs) And on that weird note, I'm going to say good night. And until next time, keep on reading. Reading.